the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Hopefully by this time next year, this wrinkled asshole Irish gypsy will be removed from office because that's what needs to happen on every front. Joe Biden administration is an unmitigated failure. Now, to a certain aspect, to a certain, your expectations are that when Democrats are in office, they always fail. They lie, they cheat, and they steal. That's what they do in their municipalities, in the counties, in the cities, in the states, and definitely in, in big government. There's no question about it. But to pretend that this dementia-ridden, diaper-wearing feeble fascist is going to run in 2024. That's the cherry on the insult Sunday to anybody with an IQ over 60. Now, I understand the vast majority of Democrats do not have an IQ over 60. They're special. It's the short bus party, and they wallow in their failure. I've got clips from Lori Lightfoot to prove it. But when you see Jill Biden, who was elected to nothing, listen, you are a rat who cheated on your husband with this dimwit. You're not elected to office. You're not a doctor. You're nothing but annoying. And you announced that you're all in for 2024. Nobody elected you to anything, dummy. And the idea that you pass yourself off as anything but Joe Biden's nurse is an insult to everybody. The failures are atrocious. They are definitely big. 63% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. More Americans on welfare. It's through the roof. You, you can't exist if you're a, a mediocre earner in this kind of an economy. So you're slipping society into welfare, the implosion on the southern border. But the greatest failures, the greatest failures of the Biden administration is the foreign policy that is the result of... Hundreds of thousands of deaths. You see, this idiot for 50 years has been on the wrong side of every foreign policy decision. But what's going on in Africa is an outrage. Africa, we have thousands of troops, and we're ignoring that. The death and mayhem from Libya to Nigeria to pick an area that isn't in a war. It's hard to find one in Africa. To hear him pander and insult both Africa and America with his stupidity. It's not this Irish political cachet, oh, you're just a funny lunchbox Joe. You're an absolute moron. My administration will work in the United States Congress to invest $75 million. Could you turn that off, Squirrel? Transparent, accountable governance. Squirrel, turn up the volume. Voter registration, support constitutional... 
Thank you. And finally, I'm grateful that all of you made the journey to Washington for this summit, and I'm eager to visit your continent. As I told some of you, you invited me to your countries. I said, be careful what you wish for, because I may show up. The poor relatives always show up. So is he the poor relative in this joke? And he's talking about Africa. Africa, have you taken a look at some of the areas in Africa? It's beyond, it's fourth world. It's not third world. The wealthy was never shook. The poor come and they eat your food, stay longer than they should. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing many of you in your home countries. And what he's looking forward to doing is bribing the already corrupt governments that have the people wallowing in the gutter. They do not have sewers in the vast majority of Africa, let alone toilet paper. And now he's going to be gitchy. Oh, I'm the poor relative. If it isn't for your 55 billion, your 50 million, and your continued support for corrupt dictators who are murdering their people, those people might have a chance in overthrowing these despots. But what you've done to those people is similar to what you've done all around the world with your foreign policies, what you've done in the Middle East with your foreign policies, what you've done everywhere. But who have you really benefited, Joe? Every enemy, foreign, that's bribed you. President Biden's energy department reportedly funneling $10 million to a China-backed green energy company. And those... Now just let that sink in. Because all day today, from Chuck Schumer to the dimwit Nancy Pelosi... They're now recognizing the threat of tick-a-tock and the Chinese owning senators and congressmen, and they're pretending they weren't bribed as well. But in the meantime, the policies that come out of this White House seem to always benefit one country, the same one that gave his crackhead son a billion five, ten million, thirty million, and God only knows how many. We'll never find out until the FBI is defunded because they've been running cover for them. Funds were sent over after the company partnered with a Chinese oil conglomerate that just so happened to receive $1.7 billion in investments from Hunter Biden's private equity firm back in 2015. 2015. You know what happened in 2015, Squirrel? Joe Biden was still the vice president. He should have been arrested. Then, instead, he was elected. Well, not really. He was allowed to steal the election. Dr. Roberts, president of the Heritage Foundation, joins us now. Dr. Roberts, some people would look at that timing and say it's suspicious. <laughs> to say the least. And, you know, I, I was thinking this morning as I was reading the facts of this for the third time that it's like we're living in a dystopian novel. But I'm, I'm sorry. I really am sorry as a proud American report. It's all true. And the reason it's true is that this administration has set up an annex of the White House in Beijing. And two subsidiaries of that CCP-owned petroleum company are, are, are running, basically, these efforts. And so Hunter Biden has got to be investigated Thankfully, the House Republicans are coming in with those plans. You know, and that's, that's a part that's aggravating me, because that's not going to amount to jack. You see, all they can do is investigate. They can't prosecute. They can't arrest, because the rest of the government is still controlled by the scum and the scourge who are capitalizing on Biden's failure. Now, once we pass the CR, we can make progress towards an omnibus. I've said it time and time again that a year-long omnibus is the best and most balanced option to fund our government. An omnibus is the best approach because it will ensure that our kids, our veterans, our small businesses, and our military continue to have full access to vital services and programs. The same bull dung 
these communist sympathizer Marxist practicing mafia members of the Democrat Party have been spewing for well over a half a century. The same bulldog. How much of the omnibus will turn up in China? China. How much of it? Dr. Roberts, uh, let's talk about what's going on in California. There are three different oh, oh, guaranteed... Hold on, hold on. I'll also say this, Carly. It's really important to note. There are rank-and-file agents in the FBI who are aware of what's going on, and we need them to stand up and do what's right for America and throw the flag and say it is time to bring this administration to account. The Heritage Foundation will always give them cover with our great analysts and researchers, and this is a cause Wouldn't that of be American nice national security. If they would stand up and they would point out just how much of the American treasure has ended up to the Chinese Communist Party that has been bribing Joe Biden since he was a senator and really went into high gear when he was vice president. And without their help, their collusion, their coercion, he wouldn't be president today. But now that he is, let's fill up their coffers and drain ours. Programs they depend on. And an omnibus is the most balanced approach because it would contain priorities both sides want to see. Funding for Ukraine, the ECA, the Electoral Count Act, and full implementation of Chips and Science, the PACT Act, and more. All, all to benefit other countries, none to benefit the 63% of Americans living check to check, drowning and wallowing in debt that this imbecile pretends isn't here, right? And if that's not bad enough... We're, we continue to see political stunts from uh, many Republicans out there, and that's not how we're going to fix uh, this issue. They want to, uh, they want to uh, secure the border. We've been doing that work on our own, and uh, we ask, we're asking them to, hey, you know what? There's an immigration reform plan that the president put out on the first day. They should work with us and do this in a bipartisan way. Fifty years way. he's been a senator. Fifty years he's been running on the same tagline. It's so open and obvious now. It doesn't even matter what the question is. This dimwit has a patented answer. Does the president support this effort? What steps he can take? Is this goal achievable? Yes, uh, we do support. Um, uh, we do support that effort. Um, can you say the question one more time? I just want to make sure. Uh, it doesn't oh matter, God. stupid. You just support it anyway, wouldn't you? It's preposterous. It's disgraceful, and it's making a fortune. Just like the inside collaborators on Wall Street in Washington with leaked cooked data made a fortune in the stock market that had a mere correction today that most of us and your 401k was caught in. We worked so hard together on these bills. Let's now work together again to implement them fully. And Mr. President, as we continue negotiating to pass a one-week CR and an Omni, both sides will keep working on an agreement to pass the National Defense Authorization, hopefully today, to trying to do it as soon as today. The NDAA has been a consistently bipartisan effort for every year, more than six trillion dollars of foreign policy death, resulting in death. You're sending weapons to Ukraine that are killing people in Nigeria. Do you matter? Does it matter? Does any of it matter? How does this not stick? And I'll never forget how Thomas Sowell explained it. You write in your new book, The Vision of the Anointed, available at all bookstores, um, about the Teflon prophets. 
Yes. Who, what, what is? Uh, well, I, I think my, my favorite is Paul Ehrlich, who, because he's been so consistently wrong on so many things. Uh, one, predicting mass starvation, I think it was the 70s or the 80s. But uh, predicting that we're running out of, um, uh, uh, running low on, on, on resources. And uh, Julian Simon made this famous bet with him. He would bet, offer to bet anybody $1,000 that they could name a set of resources and name a period of time. And at the end of that period of time, uh, those resources would not be more expensive as they would be if they were really running low, uh, but would be uh, either stationary or, or falling in real terms. And uh, uh, Relic rushed in with his list of 10 resources, and he decided we'd come back at the end of 10 years. At the end of 10 years, not only was the bundle of 10 resources uh, cheaper in real terms than it was before, every single resource he named was cheaper. What happened in the middle of those years was Ronald Reagan who restrained the only thing in this country that's ever supposed to be restrained, the government. And under this Democrat mafia, there are no restraints except for the ones on you, the ones on your income. They've got you just where they want you. Last night, the House of Representatives passed a one-week continuing resolution that will keep the government open long enough for us to pass a bipartisan year-long omnibus. Negotiations keep trending in the right direction, but we still have a lot of work left to do and not enough time to do it. Unless, If the Republicans buckle to this, game over. Game over. This is the time you shut this skullduggery down. Put these whores in the position they want to be. Right, Nancy? Will you commit to serving your full two-year term for the people of San Francisco? What is this? this? Don't bother me with a question like that. (laughs) Really? Really? Okay? Is that what I'm going to do? Yeah. I don't, those kind of questions are just a waste of my That's how politicians talk in third world dictatorships, totalitarian societies. But in this republic, whore, you answer the question. You work for me. You're not worth $500 billion, $500 million. You're not somebody important. You're just a political servant, aren't you? Boy, that's changed. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. There was a man that believed in Americanism. Ironically, he also was an FBI agent. His name is Dan Smoot. Problem is, that's from 64 years ago, when Nancy Pelosi... Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden would have been arrested for treason and recognized as the traitors to this republic they are. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep it drawn like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey. Hey, let's go Brandon. The idea that this political whore, this dementia patient, is the president is what's really astonishing. And there isn't a universal call to remove this political whore. But then again, who's really in on it? You thought Nancy Pelosi? 
I found that to be very offensive as she talks to a reporter. Is that any different than this dimwit moron, Kevin McCarthy? Why has it been so hard for you to get two or 18 votes to become speaker when you have President Trump apparently lobbying on your behalf? You've been meeting with members of the Freedom Caucus, but the votes just aren't there. Why has it been so hard for you? Have you spent any time with my conference? <laughs> but I mean, you know what's amazing to me? Here we are with one of the biggest things going on on uh, spending. And I can always count on you for the most inappropriate question. But next question, yes. First of all, I'd like to point out how he made fun of you, how he made fun of the caucus. Do you think he has respect for you? These are the same political whores that destroyed and helped the Marxist mafia bankrupt the country. Like the political whore who cried with his suntan, never had a job in his frecking life, scumbag, Johnny Boner, Boehner. Ah, Freudian slip. Uh, you've been unfailingly uh, gracious, gracious to me, to my family, and, uh, frankly, my team here in Washington. He's talking about Nancy Pelosi. Crying like a little girl. I think it's because he misses the coke-infused parties that they learned to play Naked Twister at in Caligula, known as Washington. And, Madam Speaker, I have to say, my girls told me... Tell this speaker how much we admire her. Oh, God. Really? Because my kids are the ones that are going to pay for your and her corruption and the grandkids and the great-grandkids because you and her are both the same kind of political whores. You're just a horse of a different color, aren't you, scum? Now go lobby for drug addicts. That's why if if Kevin McCarthy wins the speaker, it's going to be the same song and dance. He's in on this inside scam that Johnny Boner Painter perfected with his little his little sidekick, Paul Ryan. Mike Elgin. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean, I, I, how you doing? I. I got some bad news. We are a democracy. Since there was an emergency declared in 1933 with the taking away of the gold, we are uh, under uh, emergency. That's interesting. That's interesting. But that's an atrocity committed by another Democrat. Yes. FDR. Yes. But but, but uh, that those are always temporary. And that was uh, it, it, to say that well, it, it just is in perpetuity. I don't think it look, has been voted in. If you look in the in statutes books in the 60s in Illinois, before every statute it says, since an emergency exists, blah, blah, blah. And almost every statute has that beginning in its statute in the, in the 60s. I haven't had a chance to look at from the 50s or 70s, but in the 60s I know the statutes books all say since an emergency exists. And that emergency was cemented in 1938 with the Tompkins versus Erie Railroad where it says there is no federal general common law. And the Constitution is a common law document. So they've done away with the common law, and under emergency rule, which these courts are with that gold fringe flag, their emergency federal uh, or, or international bankruptcy flag. Is, that's well, that I mean, if you're fringe. looking at Democrat mafia states like Illinois, and you see how yes. reluctant they yes. are to remove the status of, of, of emergency of the greatest bioweapon ever released on on mankind financed by America. It's an interesting yeah. philosophy. However, I, I, I know in Florida that we don't have an emergency state here. 
I know that they don't run that way. I know that they abide by the Constitution because what we are is a republic. And these political whores, this mafia has managed to subvert it. And they've managed to stupefy people with their public education, which is why the good news about getting getting carjacked in Chicago is you're going to have a little time to buy yourself to shoot somebody in the face when you say, what did you say when they can't pronounce the word ask? So always keep an eye on the upside, Mike. And remember, keep that thing locked and rocked and get ready to go if you're in the sewer of corruption. It's about officer safety. If, if it's unencrypted and there's access, there's no way to control criminals who are going to also get access, listen in, and adjust their criminal behavior um, in uh, response to the information that's being communicated. Uh, 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 it's about politically, it's about protecting political. Using out news media. From just how bad things are and from what a hellhole Chicago has become. She's simply strolling down the Lincoln Park sidewalk with her dog when an SUV pulls up. In an instant, there's a gun in Diana DiGiacomo's face. Having a gun shoved like right here. That's how Chicago says welcome home. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's 12 days to Christmas, and Joe Biden is the Grinch who stole Christmas. The new inflation numbers came out today, and today in America we're still at a 40-year high. Joe Biden was asked about that because prices are up 13.9% since the day he took office. He said, when, is, when are prices going to return to normal? And his answer was, hopefully at the end of next year. Man, oh man, the oligarchs in Ukraine, Russia, China, cleaning up. Oligarchs at Big Pharma cleaning up. How you doing? How you doing? Terry Dyer, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Hey, Sean, I got two questions for you, so don't hang up on me. So that cool clip you just played, to end the next year, my foot. Oh, crap, he's a liar. What do you think? Five five years? If if you get someone normal running the joint? Or what do you think? First of all, if you you don't get an opposition to the the spend and tax, it's going to be the same story, only deeper and deeper in the quicksand of corruption and failure and mafia. Because what's the transition that happened isn't from some fella pretending to be a girl swimmer. The transition that happened is a collectivist society from a free market laissez-faire, which has been happening over the last 80 years. We're just to the destination. And if we do not change the policies and we do not get politicians to say no, they're going to continue to bastardize the principles of both the economy and the currency. Why do you think they're bribing Africa? This has nothing to do with Africa. We're bribing them so they continue to exchange energy in our dollar. And we're bribing them immensely for the same reason we bribed the Ukraines, for the same reason we're bribing, what, everybody? And for the same reason we're still killing people in, Ye- in Yemen and occupying Syria and but, pretending the Saudis are our friends versus Putin's and Xi Jinping. Yeah, yeah. So second question, I got my dad into your show. Do you have a website or something where I can go buy him a T-shirt? Yeah, ah, look at what you're doing. Hold on, Terry. We'll put you on with uh, Honey Bunny. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. They must have learned that trick from an Irish Democrat. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. 
Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Sean, what I'd like to say is, uh, what kind of wife is Joe Biden to put her husband, uh, who can't put two sentences together without stumbling? She's she a profiteer. Wants him, uh, she wants to embarrass him even more by having him run again. Um, it just It's just beyond words. I would hope that your wife or my wife would uh, look out for us better than she is for her husband. What do you think uh, about I, that? I just want her to take a picture of him on the changing table with his feet up and his hands up saying, change my diaper. That's all I want. In the meantime, to pretend that he doesn't have dementia, pretend he's capable is the insult to all American people. But take a look at what the American people are willing to take. NBC. Mayor, hi. I wonder if you would react to this poll that was, was just out this week on the mayor's race. It does show that you have a steep climb. Can you share what you see as a pa- your path and what polling you've done that refutes this premise? Well, here's what I would say. About four years ago this time. You weren't the mayor then, Mayor. Well, four years ago this time. If you like- mayor Chewy Garcia. Hey, you, with the, with the detective outfit on from 1965. Pack your little tiny items and get the hell out of the office. The good news is, at least we'll get somebody in there who uh, isn't shaving male pattern baldness into her head. Steve Algonquin. Hey, Sean. How you doing, man? Best show on radio. Oh, thank you, brother. Uh, so I just I've uh, found somebody new I've kind of been very interested in. His name's David Lester uh, Straight. Have you ever heard of this guy and know if what he's talking about is legit? I don't. You know, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't endorse them. I mean, I, I remember, um, God, it wasn't there a movement like to denounce your citizenship, and and he was in the, correct. Yep, yeah, that's exactly it. Become a state nationalist. You know something, brother? That's that that reminds me of that Larushi. I don't know the guy. Listen, he might be he might be great. He might be terrible. I don't know. But I remember about the Larouche movement and how it hid, it hid in a principle. The whole time being very hardcore practicing socialists, they they claimed. But really what they were were Marxists. And they make demagogues out of these people. And I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. Be careful. Because what what our shield is is our own founding, our own law. I don't think you have to mm-hmm. formally declare your uh, denouncing your citizenship to some scallywag that I'm sure comes with a fee. And I might be wrong. And if it doesn't. That's fine. But always remember the scum Illinois Republican who does the same kind of trickery. We're going to fight for you. Just send us $50 a month. And remember the, the, the misinformation that's easily printed in rags and on the Internet. Illinois Review is a prime example. Just take a look at some of this stuff and, and be very suspicious. You know, I, I come on here. I tell you, don't give any money to anybody except yourself mm-hmm. and go to somewhere where they help protect that. that that's dwindling. Yeah, I, th- I think there's nine states that have no state tax. All of them are in the black. This is the places you need to go yep. to. You don't have to denounce your citizenship. Why would you? You've been born in the greatest country in the world in theory. But know that that's just an idea. It's not a place. And once that place doesn't have that idea anymore, then you're in the third world. Get the hell out of there. That's my yeah. advice to you, brother. And don't give anybody a nickel. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Listen to everything. But always remember... Uh, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see when it's coming from somebody who tells you they have an answer and it's easy, you just got to be part of their group. Before you know it, you'll have burlap underpants on and you'll think Mitt Romney's a god. Thank you very much. See what I did there, Squirrel? Did you see that? I think you did. Craig in Mount Greenwood. 
Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. And I'll tell you what, this uh, subject matter with the money and all this kind of thing, I've never been more disgusted when I heard him talking today about uh, how this RNC wasting the went through this money like drunken sailors. They had like uh, $17 million that the RNC spent on uh, trinkets so they could give them away. They were spending a half a million on uh, makeup and haircuts. They had $5,000 in uh, jogging pants. Uh, $5,000 in rich- jogging pants? Yeah, it was listed as uh, uh, office supplies. Under office they supplies. have to buy them by the yard for those big, fat congresswomen. You know, that makes sense. If you're I, trying to stiff them, stick them in those Libby Lou, Lulu lemons, whatever the hell they are, that's going to be expensive. It takes a lot to wrap not, them up. You're not kidding. But I'll tell you what, I used to give a, a pretty good amount of money to that RNC until they. I, I'm not giving them a dime. They're not getting anything from me anymore. I, they squat my hard earned money and everything at that, thinking that it's going to go for uh, supporting conservatives you and really help them. them uh, good. You give them a nickel, I'm going to kick you in the knee. What the hell's wrong with you? You know this Kevin McCarthy? Wasn't he first elected in 2004 or something? Wasn't this, this punk elected? I don't know, like, but he's a scumbag. Oh, and, and he's going to be the... If he is the, 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 the leader in the Congress, don't give five fracking cents to anybody. Anybody. You know, that's the thing. I wouldn't give five cents to anybody. I can't think of a politician I'd give money to except my congressman, maybe. And that's Byron Donalds in Florida. Maybe. But I'm not about this. Well, I'm totally agreeing. Money, we got to get off the money train. I don't want another. I don't want them profiting from their failure, pretending they're going to help us. All these idiots are same. The same idiots from the Tea Party. We're going to rip out Affordable Care Act. Nancy Pelosi's giving them the finger. They're too stupid to figure it out. It's the greatest achievement. You're you're saying that a failure like the Affordable Care Act that drove up premiums four hundred percent. Cut the hospitals and doctors by fifty percent. That's your your greatest achievement in since nineteen eighty. When was it? Whenever this dingbat was elected. In the meantime, that goes to show you how feckless the opposition to this kind of corruption is, because they don't they're not offended by it. Nancy Pelosi has amassed a fortune when you include the real estate and her husband's assets of hundreds of millions of dollars. She has one of the only vineyards. That fought off the union. It's one of the only vineyards not unionized. And yet these moron Democrats scourge are too stupid to know or they're too envious of the scheme and they want in on it. Don't be don't be one of them. There is no team. We don't have a team. We're the real liberals. That's why you want to want to really set right. up, set start the new liberal American liberal party. That's what I am. Not these. You're on the money. Kids. You're on the money. Thanks, Sean. You're on the money. I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, you really are. So rather than purge a party that would blindly be infiltrated by the John Boehners, and, and when I say John Boehners, include Adam Kinzinger, include anybody who, who double-crossed you, which is virtually everybody, there are a few standouts. Chip Roy is one. Jim Jordan is another one. I mean, you got big tech, big government, uh, 
uh, big media all colluding to keep information from the American people. So, and it shows you Jim Baker was on all sides of the equation. You know, there he was, he's in, he's in the, he's chief counsel of the FBI when they're spying on Trump. And then finally, when they're finally releasing it, he's, he looks like he's editing, but gets released as well. I want to know if Jim Baker was talking to the 51 Intel guys. Was he talking to Brennan and Clapper and all these other folks? That was, was this a really an information operation against we the people? Mr. Comer's going to look into it. We're going to look into it from the, from the angle of the Justice Department. Well, of course it was. I mean, I think to a certain extent that's a redundant question. And you'll see what happens if this particular Congress immediately defunds the 87,000 IRS agent and immediately defunds the FBI. I'm not interested anymore in what the scallywags say. You hold the purse strings. You can do all of that. The, the, the congressmen are the most important politicians they're supposed to be. Yet at this point, does it, do we even have one? Because whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, no one should tolerate this in the White House. Cisco Systems and Cyber, Cyber Bastion, a diaspora-owned small business. Break some veins! Break some veins! Isn't he special? There he is. Ooh, you're going to run again? Let's ask an old whore who's dying to be a pimp. A guy who's prostituted political power for half a century as well. Are you confident that President Biden is going to run for re-election? I'm hopeful that he will. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. Great. He has not asked me, but if he were to ask me, I would say... That's Jim Clyburn. He's the Carolina's version of Willie Brown, who is still left an impression on Kamala Harris. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> How do you tolerate this? How do you tolerate this kind of corruption? How do you tolerate this kind of failure? Open lying. Should the administration extend Title 42, do you think the border is secure enough to possibly handle an influx in migrants that we could see? Well, the, uh, to secure our border is our responsibility. Uh, we always can do more. Don't say enough by what standard. But I, uh, of course, it's- Nancy Pelosi, I squirrel, check it out. I, I want to say she's either elected in 82 or 1978. It's always been the obligation. And then check the influx of turmoil, of crime, of cartel trafficking of drugs, not to mention the illegal aliens that have murdered. American citizens, and now times it by a thousand, because that's the, what the, what this idiot has done in her tenure. Where's John Boehner? Uh, you've been unfailingly gracious, gracious to me. To my- He's almost as stupid as 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 Joe Biden. The only difference is John Boehner is simply drunk and high. My family and, uh, frankly, my team here in Washington. You're a man. Act like it, Sally. Spoken on that subject, uh, it, there's not going to be anything happening in this Congress as we go out because it is. It, we've been through the course now. I do like talking about immigration, though, because it is the constant reinvigoration of America. Constant reinvigoration of America. It's true. And some of the best Americans are the ones that are from the hellholes that share the philosophy with our Democrat mafia. However, that's not what we have. We have drug trafficking. We have murder. We have kidnapping. We have American cities that are starting to look like Guadalajara. We have problems that we're pretending and normalizing. 
She's simply strolling down the Lincoln Park sidewalk with her dog when an SUV pulls up. In an instant, there's a gun in Diana DiGiacomo's face. Having a gun shoved, like, right here, and, and he's holding it sideways like this. That's how you know he's a Democrat. 1987, Nancy Pelosi, Congress. 1987. Man, oh, man, did I have thick hair back then. In the meantime, she was poor. Now she's worth hundreds of millions. How'd that happen? That's who needs to be restrained instead of normalizing the political corruption that would lead this Irish gypsy to 1600 Pennsylvania. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You search your memory in the history of our country. You go to after the World War II, you cannot give me a foreign policy of this country that has not led to the deaths of innocent children and innocent people. Barack Obama's drone strikes, 90% of which killed innocent people. We have thousands of troops in the Horn of Africa. Nigeria is in the middle of a civil war. Who's the good guys? Where are the good guys? Do we know? We're dealing with Democrat politicians and Republicans who don't care about the actual people. It's about controlling the government. Madeleine Albright's interview on 60 Minutes should have forever changed your opinion of all government, of all American government, propaganda. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. There is no price worth us killing 500,000 children. None. I'd like to know about this $55 billion in Africa. I specifically would like to know about the Nigerian president who makes Western Avenue used car salesmen feel good about themselves. My next guest is an expert in this arena. She's the executive director and founder of Save the Persecuted Christians, raising awareness of the plight of Christians facing brutal and extreme violence in countries around the world. Her name is Dee Dee Logason. Dee Dee, thank you for joining me. How are you? Hey, Sean, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It's such a critical story. And, you know, I think about all of the critical stories, and I think about the, the taglines we're given by our government, and then you think about what they leave behind. In Libya right now, they have open slave markets. We don't know how many people are being killed. Gangs have taken over. I mean, after all, we're dealing with third world strongmen. And I don't just mean the people that occupy the country. Oftentimes, I'm explaining the governments. Is that exactly what's happening in Nigeria? Absolutely. What we have in Nigeria is just a cover-up of, you know, the Biden administration are genocide deniers. Right now in Nigeria, Christians are being slaughtered every single day. There are, if you are a Christian in Nigeria, a Christian dies every two hours in Nigeria. It is the most deadly place on the planet for Christians to live. It is a, a an all-out slaughter. It is 
jihadist groups and the government is complicit and even involved in Nigeria, especially President Buhari. Yeah, now those numbers are nothing compared to Chicago. But uh, the, the reality is, Didi, is that this is something that we are funding again. You know, it was only a few months ago that they said 70% of the weapons were sending Ukraine. Forget about the money. We don't know where that is. 70 per, 70% of the weapons that we send Ukraine end up other places. Simultaneously with that, not in American news, but in news around the world, turns out a lot of those weapons show up in the hands of murderers in Nigeria specifically, not to mention Somalia and the rest of it. We really have no grasp of exactly what's going on in the 54 countries that make up Africa. How does, a, how does an American government just give continent and nobody asks about the countries, the 54 countries that are often killing their own people? Well, in Nigeria, yeah, all of these weapons that were left behind in Afghanistan uh, that the U.S. citizens are, are funding for Ukraine. They are filtering down to the jihadists in Nigeria and, 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 and the people on the ground, whether you're Christian or Muslims or, or whatever, they're the ones who are suffering because of this. These, these weapons are showing up. You know, uh, Sean, in Nigeria, there's been over 6,600 Christians slaughtered there in just the first six months of the year, according to uh, Genocide Watch, Gregory Stanton, who tracks this stuff. And that is more than what we saw in the first six months in the Ukrainian war. But nothing is being done by the Biden administration for Nigeria. In fact, our organization fought so hard to get Nigeria listed as a country of particular concern. It's an international religious freedom report that the State Department is beholden by law to report on every year and designate those countries where religious violence is extreme and systematic. Nigeria is a poster child of that. But when Secretary Blinken, so Secretary Pompeo put it on designated Nigeria in 2020, in 2021, Secretary Blinken, just before a political tri trip over to Nigeria, he removed them from that important list, which allows the United States to place sanctions on Nigeria to pressure them to solve these problems. He removed it. And again, this year, when they released their report in early December, they didn't designate Nigeria. Why? They didn't improve anything. So the Biden administration are in are genocide deniers and they are complicit in what is happening in nigeria they're friends with buhari it's insane i saw him in washington i could not believe my eyes but here's something that yeah. I, I want your perspective on because obviously you're an expert in this field i, I also know you you focus a lot on china as well and we're going to get to that but decades ago when i was young the democrat party in general the people who voted democrat we're anti-military industrial complex, anti-foreign policy corruption, anti-everything Joe Biden represents. I believe that Joe Biden and Barack Obama are war criminals. Yet this earth-shattering news that you're talking about right now tonight is being squashed. Is there any explanation why the ordinary 1970s Democrat who's really not a Democrat anymore is there any reason there isn't a, a, a national outcry about what Buhari and what is happening all around Africa, which is truly a dictator demagogue 
hellhole. Why are we giving $55 billion and I hear no real resistance, none, from anybody? None, absolutely. So in just the last week, Reuters has come out with two incredible investigative reports on the Nigerian military. When they rescue women, and I'm telling you, women and girls, there are thousands of them held captives by these jihadists. It's like Iraq all over again in Nigeria. They're trying to carve out a caliphate in Nigeria. What is happening there is that the Nigerian military is forcibly aborting women who return impregnated by these yes. jihadists. They've been held captive. They're forcibly aborting them, their, their, their pregnancies. And they're also targeting children coming out of captivity with death. There's a story from Reuters just this week, this mother who was just rescued. She's riding along in a military truck. She's got her two twin um, four-month-old babies in her arms, and the soldier asked her to hand one of them to her uh, to him. She hands it over, trusting that the military officer has her, her good in, in store. He suffocates that baby right in front of her. He takes the second one, and he suffocates that baby right in front of her. They are killing the children of terrorists because they no longer see them as human. And these women who are coming out of captivity, they are being violated even further by their own government. And Buhari is is directing this. He's directing his military to do this to Christians in Nigeria. It's beyond the pale. So the African genocide, the African Holocaust, which I think would be an appropriate name, is financed by America. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. There's a good. The title U.S. For an aid money, hundreds, yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars, American taxpayer dollars, are going to give aid to humanitarian aid to the three point five million internally displaced people who have been shoved off their farms, their communities by these jihadists. Nobody is trying to reclaim these farms or communities they're just letting it go they they operate with impunity because Buhari is a Fulani he has filled his entire government top down with Fulani uh, and and it's the Fulani militants who are attacking Christians in central Nigeria and shoving them off their lands the money that we are sending to Nigeria that's supposed to go for humanitarian aid and to the military to end these, uh, this terrorism that's going on there, it's not getting to the people who are, who are no. desperate. They're left without any care whatsoever. To, they have no place to rest their head, just like Jesus at Christmas, and it's the same. Four weeks ago, the Biden administration gave $50 million for what they said are integrity elections in Nigeria. The reason is they elect an oil minister. The oil minister is the bagman for American oil companies that have been backdoor nationalized by our government. Is that why this is happening? Absolutely. It's all about the oil. It's all about the natural gas. I was just told the other day by a 
someone in the know in Nigeria, they're burning off their natural gas. They're not selling it to the world right now. I'm sure that that uh, the Biden administration wants to get that oil, that natural gas, and they want to keep China out of it. But I'm not sure they want to keep China out of it. No. I think Biden is totally in with Xi on the BRI program. And they want to colonize and enslave the people of Africa, continuing what has been going on there forever. Africans deserve the opportunity to become the prosperous people that they can be and should be. But the leftists here in the United States, they are they're they're empty complaints because they don't fight enslavement in Africa. They don't fight um uh, they don't fight it here in this country. Why they, they don't even it? care about the women, the children, mm. nothing. They don't fight it here. They don't fight it there. It's and, and, and this is lot. an issue where, you know, your organization, It's it, this is not an overnight organization. You've been doing this for a long time. Are there Republican congressmen who you have their ear? Is there any curiosity among them? Or are they just so busy raising money for their own coffers that they don't care either? They just want to look better than the Democrats, who are often sloppy and ugly. You know, it's really inconvenient that there's a genocide going on in Nigeria. But <laughs> these are women and children. I mean, Leah Sharibu is the face of the captives in Nigeria. She was 14 years old when she was taken by terrorists with 109 other female students from her school in Dopshi on February 8th, 19th, 2018. It will be five years coming up for her. She's had two children, and she's been passed around by these jihadists. We know where she is, but the government refuses to go and get her. This is what is happening in Nigeria. It is beyond. It is so disgusting that we are sitting here in, in America as Christians who care and being told by the Biden administration, Merrick Garland, and such that we're the extremist domestic terrorists. I'm sorry, but there is genocide happening over there. And they are trying to suppress it, and they're up. They're lifting up Buhari. They in, Biden invited Buhari to come to the United States and stand on the world stage with him when he is a genocidal maniac. The U, U.S. Institute of Peace is hosting him tomorrow on Friday in oh, the afternoon. I- for a conversation with Buhari, we are going to be out there on the streets protesting. We hope that others will join us as well. But to lift him up and say that this man should be listened to, that they're trying to attend to the farmer herdsman conflicts going on because of climate change in Nigeria, it is, it is a lie. And, 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 and the people of Nigeria, they... They have. They need our help. They have nowhere to go. They are closed in on every single side, and 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 the world is deaf to their pleas. Well, this is something that I've I've I watched for eight years in Ukraine. Eight years, the government killed people mm. in Ukraine for their religion and because for the language they spoke in the books that they read, and now we're funding that atrocity. But I have to say, I've done my own little research, and what I calculate is between seven and 9,000 American troops, the National Guardsmen, mainly from the Midwest, but from a lot of, uh, almost all 50 states, are in the Horn of Africa. What are we doing there, and does anybody know about the atrocities in Somalia? Nobody knows what's happening in Somalia. They don't know what's happening in Ethiopia to the Tigray people. They, they know nothing about what's happening in 
Africa. We, we're sitting here being told that we are the racist, and yet, you know, our organization is one of the only that are engaging with the people of Nigeria, and yet I'm told that I'm some kind of a racist. This is, this is just, it, it's so surreal yeah. to be engaged in trying to lift up these stories and at the same time being told that I'm a racist misogynist, it no. is Buhari who is the racist misogynist. Well, maybe it you could reach out Asian to Code Pink. Pink. Yeah. You reach <laughs> yeah. out to Code Pink yeah. or outside Bush's ranch. In the meantime, Didi, where oh, yeah. can my people go to support you, to read um, your articles? Where can they go to help your organization and your fight to really save humanity? I know I know that you... you are a Christian organization, but you're fighting for people of all faiths. You're fighting to stop a genocide and a Holocaust in Africa that we seem to be funding. Where can my people go to support you and find out more about your movement? Uh, I would love it if people would go to savethepersecutedchristians.org and specifically on the navigation bar, take action. Ask your member of Congress to investigate U.S. funds going to Nigeria for the military, for humanitarian aid, it is not getting to the people or to the cause that is, it is intended. Save the persecuted Christians.org. She, she is Dee Dee Loggison. She is a warrior. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And please, don't ever get tired. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. This reminds me a lot of Ukraine. For eight years, the government killed their own people. Eight years. Then all of a sudden, they became virtuous. Nazis out are the good ones. We keep funding them. 20 billion missing. But you knew it. They were always the third most corrupt country on the planet. But now we just gave $55 billion to maybe a country that's worse. Kill or be killed, that is the attitude of the Nigerian military. And the so-called killers here, according to the Nigerian military, are children who have been signed off as insurgents. No, the military did not conduct investigations to con come to this conclusion. The only reason for that label is the children come from the bloodline of the militant group Boko Haram. And Christians. Many are the result of rapes. Those who could not be eliminated in their mother's wombs are massacred later. Our next report telling you more. A Reuters investigation has brought forward some harrowing details of an internal conflict in Nigeria. The federal government and insurgent group Boko Haram have been at odds for the last 13 years. Neither side has hesitated in getting its hands dirty. In fact, the Nigerian military has taken it upon itself to weed out the insurgents. And innocent women and children are bearing the brunt. I remember when we would watch World War II videos, history, when they would talk about the Holocaust... They would show the women and children and old men shoved into mass graves by bulldozers. The Kokawa Waterhole Massacre is a huge example. Several eyewitnesses have recounted the bloodbath that occurred in the northeastern town of Nigeria. Nigerian soldiers stood over a line of children who were lying face down in the dirt. 
They wailed for their mothers, with several adults also lying down nearby, including women with infants tied to their backs. Their cries were cut short with bullets. At least ten children and several adults were shot dead at the waterhole that day. Huh. My administration will work with the United States Congress to invest $75 million to strengthen transparent, accountable governance facilities. Transparent government accountable facilities. That's just money to the killers. The United States will commit $55 billion to Africa over the next three years. Africa's made up of 54 countries. Nobody was specific, huh? Gotta love these Democrat rats. War criminals. Trish, in her car. Yes, John. Hey, thanks for um, doing that interview and, and bringing this all to light. Um, when she was talking about the mom who watched her kids get suffocated, and I mean, it's just heartbreaking. And I think as you're listening. We're so progressive. We're so advanced. We're so intelligent. We have the internet now. Sounds a lot like 1938, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But we all have, your listeners have to go to that website and do something. Or I feel we're complicit if we don't. I love I mean, it, Trish. I, I love thank it. Thank you. I mean, thank you. Thank you, because. I'm on, I have three TVs on. You know what our Congress people, our side is doing? Liz Cheney and her rash, Adam Kinzinger. They're all over the news for the January 6th hearings. What about this, Adam, Tea Party scum, fraud that you are? How about you, Liz, with the rash? What about the, Mitzi, the, the itchy Mitch McConnell? Is Mitch McConnell talking? I don't think he is. What about Mitt Romney and his magic underpants? Very religious. Talk, what are you talking about there? Jesus of your next planet. Daniel, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Brent. Uh, or Sean, sorry. I apologize. Call me Brad. You can call me whatever you want. Uh, I apologize, Sean. You know I love you. <laughs> the right. broken brains of the Democrat Party. Who's going to pay for all these illegal aliens coming in when we have to pay for their children well, here's the at thing, the Daniel. schools? The taxpayers, Sean. Yeah, of course. It's the same one who's paid for the $55 it's- billion. $55 billion should have never went to what is going on in Africa. Just like the $91 billion should have never went to Ukraine. But then they can't practice what they really want. Oh, it's not peace and democracy. No, no, no. It's population control. That's exactly what it is. How else could this happen? How else could this happen? They're killing thousands. Thousands. And there's just nothingness? I say the whole world must learn of our peaceful ways by force. And what exactly is going on in Yemen? Do you know, Squirrel? You know, we've been at war there. It's almost like Somalia or Syria since Barack Obama was the swindler in chief. Yeah, it's true. The world's largest humanitarian crisis isn't in Syria. It's in Yemen. Thousands have been killed and millions have been displaced so far. The conflict has been going on for years, but it became especially violent in March 2015. 2015. Who was the president? Who was the vice president? And do you know why we, we are, are giving the support of not just money, but our own military, weapons and ammunition? Because the inbred Saudis, the ones who marry their first cousins... That's when the Saudi-led coalition got involved. Now, the poorest country in the Arab region has become the violent playground for regional and international powers. You know what they got in Yemen? All kinds of minerals. All kinds of natural gas. Cobalt. You name it. All this stuff for the electric cars. 
made by the UAW, guaranteeing you'll break down constantly. Roy in his car. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? There's only me here. Uh, I mean, squirrel it, hands. It's really, it's time to start ripping these. I, the Democrats are scum, we all know, and I keep calling and telling you guys that, but it's time to rip these Republicans up, man. They're not doing anything for Roy, anybody. I want a new party. I'm dead serious, brother. I'm, I'm with you, man. The it's liberals, time. The American time. Liberal Party, steeped in I don't care liberty. What, I, want that I don't word care back. what you call it. I don't care what you call it. Just get rid of both of them, okay? I like Throw it. Throw them out. I like it, Roy. Thank you very much. I'd like just somebody, just somebody to talk about the money. Just somebody to talk about the decades and decades and decades of failure. For 30 years she's been doing this, Anderson. I say it all the time. She talks about health care. Why didn't she do something about it? She talks about taxes. Why didn't she do something about it? She doesn't do anything about anything other than talk. With her, it's all talk and no action. She has made bad judgment not only on taxes. She's made bad judgments on Libya, on Syria, on Iraq. I mean, her and Obama, whether you like it or not, the way they got out of Iraq, the vacuum they've left, that's why ISIS formed in the first place. They started from that little area, and now they're in 32 different nations, Hillary. Congratulations. Great job. You think we left the weapons behind in Afghanistan because it was too heavy to carry back? They wanted this genocide in Africa. The Democrat mafia stands on a quiet platform of population control. That's exactly what's going on here. They don't give a rip. We're all just cannon fodder. Only the oligarchs will be remaining. That's why it's so relevant that Joe Biden, should he stay above the daisies, is going to run in 2024. In the meantime, this idiot can barely speak now. It's preposterous. And today, TSMC has announced a second major investment. They'll construct a second fab here in Phoenix to build chips, the three nano chips, the three nano chip, chips and the three nano. And you know what I'm saying. He might as well laugh. He can't cry. <laughs> then there's Fetterman, sexiest man of the year in the Democrat Party. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I love this song, Squirrel. That's when you got a hanging, banging away room. You got to turn this up. Nice going. Frankie, Lake County. Hey, what's up, Phil? How you doing? Good, Frankie. How are you? I'm uh, just driving around, uh, speaking of good music. Uh, if you like rock, I'll be playing drums tomorrow in uh, Chicago, unfortunately. But uh, at least you listen to good music. Yeah, how, uh, how you getting there? Uh, well, I'm going to drive my Nissan, put my drums in the Nissan, and uh, you know I'll be back, and so I'll be ready. You know, Frankie, I've been doing a lot of research on this. I don't know what kind of Nissan it is, but you got to start driving cars that the CPS honor roll students don't like. You got to maybe get yourself yeah. a Subaru Outback. They'll think you're Doctor Awardy, and they'll leave you alone. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it's about Joe Biden. Now he says. He goes, oh, yeah, uh, whatever, microchips in Arizona and all that. And, you know, 
Everybody, I heard some other station uh, say about the Arizona with the election. You know, they want that state so bad, and that's what's so obvious what they're doing. You know, I mean, my favorite part is that the governor was the secretary of state who helped to work with ballot harvesting, same day registration. Nobody wants to do an audit of how many voters have the same address, and it was certified only because an Italian named Tucci, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was appointed by Barack Obama. And uh, that's how you build a mafia. But Arizona had a lead on a mafia. A lot of Chicago Democrats moved there after they cashed in on their municipal pensions. So you get what you, what you, what you uh, deserve. Thank you very much, Frankie. Just don't come to Florida. Don't come. Catherine, Western Suburbs. Hi. Uh, good show, as always, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Merry Christmas. Um, I've been. I was sharing with Honey Bunny that uh, over the past few days, you mentioned the name. Um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting. Uh, don't you forget? The, cause I don't remember. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the group. Uh, um, it's uh, Boko Haram. It's correct. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Um, since I became a Christian and I began to follow um, the amount of persecution of Christians throughout the world, they are always in the, um, the you know in the focus of things. And yeah. here it is. You were saying that name, and um, as some that I follow as far as online and on the radio, um, they call this the O'Biden administration, and. To me, that that sheds so much light on uh, really who's kind of you're behind the too, scenes you're here. Giving, you're giving too much credit to a moron named Barack Obama. Barack Obama, before he was picked from obscurity, had a credit rating in the 500s, was late on his, on his car payment, and couldn't afford to buy his house without the help of a smarmy weasel from Chicago real estate oligarchy by the name of Tony Resco. So don't right. give him too much credit. He's not that smart. But he does represent... The, the, he's not the, smart, he's evil. He, he's he evil. does represent the face of what is really a new world order. The guy who's smart yes. is Klaus Schwab. Give me a little Klaus Schwab there, squirrel, when you can. In the meantime, thank you for the call, doll. Cream Puff Jim. Speaking about municipal what? pensions, today's the 15th. Woo! You're going to Sizzler. Go ahead. I'm waiting for a mailman right now. He's a little late. Uh, I, just, I wanted to go to trade because Trump's trade because I got an old Hank Garrett card. My neighbor bought, bought Trump's new trading card. I guess he paid 99 I'll tell you what, for it. I'd like so to I'm short that. You know what are 99 Lubinis? I, I, would, I would short that business tomorrow. Short. I want to sell you, it. You, what, you don't think they'll sell enough of them? Or what do you think? I, I don't know. Are you kidding you me? Don't, I, no, they're not going to. That's a, that's, a, that's a scam. I wouldn't be in it. But, you know, hey, who am I to doubt? You know, I have something in common with you. Him and I are the only ones to go into the gambling business and lose money. Thank you very much, Green Puff Jim. Enjoy your sizzler. Get yourself a little bit of baked potato. You missed enough Irish ass. You need to cleanse your palate. Thank you very much. Give me a little. Uh, give me a little bit there, Swell. But can you imagine that in ten years, when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains? In our brains. And um, yeah, I can or... immediately feel because you all will stupid, have implants. Stupid, stupid, I can, and we measure your your brain waves. Your brain And waves? I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel. Here, you uh, don't have to wait. React, I can immediately um, tell you how I react. I got my uh, middle finger. The Melrose Park salute. You, Mitch. I don't have time to take Bob or Asher or David. 20 seconds. Guys, I don't want to do you wrong. 
Here's what we got. We got a guest coming up you're going to love. Then I'm going to call back. I'm going to take all of you. We're going to have fun today. Because we're too old. We're too old to cry. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? And we'll talk about Fetterman after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Prior to joining Heritage, my next guest oversaw 60,000 employees at the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, managed a budget of over $13 billion, all to ensure an effective operation to protect national security while promoting economic prosperity. Well, that's all out of the window. Now we've got a dimwit in diapers who's put in his apparatchiks that are destroying the continuity of what is supposed to be a policy of immigration, let alone the security of the border. The market might not be doing too good, but if the Sinaloa cartel was his stock, I'd be buying it. Looks like they're going to have a real good future. I wanted to bring on Mark Morgan, who has joined the Heritage Foundation as a visiting fellow, to discuss. Hi, Mark. How are you? Sean, I'm doing great. You know, when you look at this, I'm almost... It's it's they're very you see thousands and thousands and thousands of people all at the border. All know that all they got to do is get in and then they're going to benefit. Why is that not something that's talked about? What exactly happens to the the illegal alien as he crosses paying no respect to our laws? Are they chastised? Are they sent back? What happens? No, look, not only did it defy the rule of law, which, which is not just a catchphrase, it's a foundation element of this country, but they also just cast aside the sovereignty as a nation. It's important. So illegal uh, aliens today, they want five things, Sean. They want to be released into the country, even though they uh, illegally enter. They want to be free from lawful deportation, although they stayed here illegally. They want to be able to work here illegally, send money home, and bring family members. Those five things. What's missing there? They don't care about assimilation. They don't care about amnesty. They don't care about uh, becoming a U.S. citizen. If you told an, an alien today, we'll give you those five things, uh, but you'll never be able to have amnesty or vote, they'll be like, no problem. I mean, guess what? This administration has already given them those five things. In addition to that, illegal aliens, the overwhelming majority of Sean, they, they, they don't speak the language, they have no skill, uh, they're uneducated, and they have no means of financial support. So what does that mean? When they get here, they immediately become uh, welfare recipients of the state and the federal government. That's the fact. They get free health care, they get free education, the list goes on and on. Many states, sanctuary states, reward them, they give them driver's license, they allow them to work even though it's illegal and it's against federal law, uh, and they also let them vote in local elections. They literally get rewarded almost every right that a U.S. citizen has, even though they entered illegally and they remain in the country illegally. They have a benefit of anonymity that a U.S. citizen doesn't have. You know, and that's why, Mark, I don't blame them. I mean it. I don't blame them. I believe they were lured here. I believe they are useful fodder for this backdoor nationalization or socialization of the American principles. Because the more and more people that are dependent on this system, the harder it is to remember we are a republic built on the 
unalienable rights of the individual citizen. This is how you overwhelm that concept, and you become a government-controlled uh, society, a top-down government policy where every aspect of what used to be private is no longer private. I mean, if you were to lay it out, you and I were to have a cigar over it, how you destroy America, this is the exact com- key component to de- destroying the principles of America, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And look, we're moving to a one-party rule. But that's what they want. That's, that's what the ideologues in this administration and Democrats want. Look, this shouldn't be a political issue. Securing our border, protecting Americas for the vast set of complex threats that face it from outside our borders should not be a political issue. It shouldn't be a red or blue issue. It should be a red, white, and blue issue, but it's not. It's all infused with politics, and it's driven by politics. The reality is, is the Democratic Party, this administration specifically, see a real perceived political benefit from opening our borders, handing over the cartel, incentivizing, encouraging, rewarding illegal immigration. Two perceived political benefits. One is that, remember, illegal aliens are counted as part of the census. So there could be a real cause and effect there of redistricting of, of seats in the House in favor of the Democrats. Two, they believe that every single illegal alien they do find a pathway to citizenship is going to do exactly what you just described. It's going to equate to a Democratic vote because they're going to feel like, hey, we owe the Democrats. They are the ones that allowed us to enter illegally, and the rest of the story goes on. Uh, th- that's why this is happening. It's politics at its worst, and it's disgusting. Meanwhile, every aspect of our nation's safety and national security being impacted. Because here, Sean, this is a very important point. Illegal, and that's important, illegal immigration is not the victimless crime. As illegal immigration goes up, resources are pulled off the front line, away from the national security mission, literally leaving the border, unpatrolled, unmanned, literally handing operational control over to the cartels. What happens? Yes. Drugs are pouring in, criminal aliens pouring in, and potential national security threats. Mark, something has happened. You know, I'm from an area, a town outside of Chicago called Melrose Park. Arguably in the 70s, that town was central to this debate. We were a hub of illegal immigrants. I know them, went to school with them. Since in most cases, they became very good Americans. But back then, they were not part of the census. They were not eligible for welfare and actually could not send their kids to school. It was something that was completely different. It was a different set of laws. So at what point in American law did illegal aliens become part of the census. To me, that's the beginning, and whoever emplaced that chip was the diabolical saboteur to what we're living through today. Well, and, and, but it goes bigger than that. So, so first of all, you're right, but, but, but it's even larger than that, right? Because, look, we have, we have laws on the books right now that this administration refuses to enforce. I mean, yeah. you, you can look it up. I, I mean, I, I can give you one example. So detention. The law is very clear. Someone that illegally enters, who should be detained while they're going through the immigration proceedings, right? That's very important because the overwhelming majority of asylum uh, uh, claims, they're fraudulent. They're false. They're fake. They're invalid. They're economic migrants. They're not fleeing states for sponsor persecution for their involvement in protected class. That is a valid asylum claim. But what this administration is doing, they turn back on catch and release. So you break into the country illegally. You file a, a fraudulent claim that we know the majority of them are. Then they release in the United States against federal law, federal immigration law, and then they tell ICE, nope, you can't report, you cannot do your job and remove them lawfully, even though they're here in the country illegally. I mean, well, you, there's only one reason why they do that, and we just talked about that. 
You know what's interesting to me, Mark? I love history. I mean, I truly do. And I love all of the, the, the tumultuous aspects of American history. And I can argue the Civil War and all of the components and how the tagline of slavery became the most popular because it was pulled versus the problems that led up to the Civil War. But the main component that is an argument ender is the allegation and the correct allegation that the South decided to nullify the federal law. These self-declared sanctuary states did the exact same thing. This is a made-up phrase. There is no such thing as sanctuary states. There are simply areas and states in the country that decided to nullify federal law. So why haven't the opposition to this, the Republicans, so they call themselves, in the House and the Senate decided if you're not going to to practice federal law, you are going to you are going to nullify that law. Then you will no longer receive federal money, and you could change it overnight. Yet I have yet to hear one elected official make that argument. Sean, look, I'm with you. Look, let's make no mistake. The current unmitigated self-inflicted crisis that we're experiencing right now, the worst in our lifetime, this is absolutely the hands of the Democratic Party in this administration, hands down, full stop. However, what you just said, right, Republicans are complicit in this as well. They, they do not get off scot-free here. Remember, look, the, the, uh, the first two years of the Trump administration, the Republicans had the White House, the House, and the Senate, and they failed to pass a single piece of meaningful legislation, including what you just talked about. So they had the opportunity again and again. And look, let's even look beyond the Trump administration. Look, look at decade after decade after decade. There are significant issues with our current laws that could have been fixed time and time again if the Republicans would have had the strength and courage just along as the Democrats. So there is plenty of blame to go along on both sides of the House. Custom and Border Protection Agency has a budget of $13 billion. That's what you had to operate with. There was a move to secure the border. It looked like there was some movement in securing the border. What do you think? And I'm not, you know, listen, just just back of the envelope numbers. What would it take monetarily to secure the border? So, look, the majority of of, of our ability to secure the border, Sean, this is is the question. Guess what? Zero. Zero. Because this isn't about resources. This is about policy. Like, for example, the Remain in Mexico program that closed one of the most significant loopholes we have in our immigration system. That being, if you enter our country as a family, you're automatically released into the interior United States. The Remain in Mexico program shut that loophole down, de-incentivized that, and we saw uh, uh, easily uh, three-quarters of a million less migrants try to illegally enter because of that policy alone, and it cost us zero to implement. I mean, that's the reality. That's so aggravating. That's so aggravating because, you know, this show is broadcast in a town that lives with the actual ramifications. The amount of, 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 of deaths just because of the drugs that the cartels smuggle through Chicago. Chicago is a distribution hub. Everybody knows that. El Chapo raised his kids in Chicago. And yet, they're the ones that help the, the predators, help the drug dealers, help the perpetrators. And it, it is why there is no supply chain disruption in drugs. In fact, it's, right. it's so rich, there's so much money to be made, there are more than one cartels in this business. Why is this not declared a national emergency? And part of that trillion-dollar budget 
to go give third world hellholes money and weapons. Why isn't any of that mentioned? And at least say, look, we need more than the the hardworking men and women of Custom and Border Patrol. We need this is a, this is a, an invasion. This is an attack. Why can't it be taken from that angle? It, it, it can be, it should be. And look, I, and look, I, I don't want to make this political. And look, love them or hate them. These are facts for me. Look, I served this country for 40 years. Six administrations, Republican and Democrat. This is not a, a political issue for me. But the fact is, under President Trump, first of all, he did do that. He declared a national emergency. That's how he went to the military and was able to get funding to build uh, the, the, the wall system. Uh, we, we put more military resources down there. We had the most secure border in our lifetime. This administration intentionally unsecured the border, Sean. That's a fact and that's the truth. And look, so that's what I mean. There are things that can be done that will cost the taxpayers zero because it's about policy. Just give the, the brave men and women of the border patrol that are on the front lines the ability to do their job. Now look, I want to be clear. I'm not saying we don't need more resources. We do. We still need technology in the wall system and other technology at the ports of entry as well. But you could throw all the resources you wanted to, but as long as your policies say come in and we're going to release you in the United States, it's never going to stop. You know, I, I, I told you before, my area, uh, these were guys who started out as illegal, had their kids in the country. Their kids were often my age, and I was, you know, raised with them, around them, loved them. Um, are you, so, is there any question in your mind that the people who are in these sanctuary cities and states are partaking in more than just the municipal elections? that they are allowed to do in New York and in California. Um, do you think that there is voter skullduggery going on with illegal aliens? Look, I, I'm not in that, 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 that hemisphere, Sean. Um, you know, I, I've not presented, I've been presented any facts. I haven't seen any facts in the court of law. But, but what, I will, what I am comfortable talking about is it, it's common sense, right? Yeah, I mean, there I are issues. Right. I mean, there, there are issues with the integrity of our system. And that's why I don't understand the issues. It's kind of like securing the border. I mean, Sean, there's no downside to securing our border. I mean, we save American lives. And, and the, the irony here, we're going to save migrant lives, just like elections. What is the downside to taking some common sense actions to just make our elections more secure? I don't understand that. Unless... You think you're benefiting from the election being unsecured, just like there's a political party that they have a perception that they're benefiting from an open border. You've seen it. It's been all over the news from the 10-year-old girl who was sex trafficked to the yep. forced mules, coyotes charging thousands of dollars. But yet the coyotes all are the same drug dealing cartels. Why are our, our Americans tone deaf to the fact that if the border were secure, you would stop that overnight? Why are they told that? Here's what I think: is I think that one of the things that makes this country the greatest thing, the greatest country in the face of the planet, is our compassion. Sean, I, I believe that that the open border advocates, the ideologues, and quite frankly, the Democratic Party have done a very good job of hijacking that compassion. When they think about the southwest border and those illegally entering, they think about a, a 17-year-old mother carrying a 4-year-old. And that's the narrative that they put out there. But that's, that's not the true narrative. The true narrative is that illegal immigration, again, pulls those resources off the front line. Cartels exploit that, and that's how drugs are coming across criminal aliens and potential national security threats. Look, I don't understand what happened in this world, what happened in our country for us to all collectively say, hey, if you want to come to the greatest uh, country in the face of the planet, okay, no problem. 
walk up to a lawful point of entry and make a lawful claim. Do it legally. When did it become acceptable to thwart our sovereignty, the rule of law, and illegally enter? When did it become acceptable that the end justifies the means? And in doing so, you are literally killing Americans every single day by drugs pouring across. And here's something we don't talk enough about. Look, right now, in the first 22 months, over a million gotaways, a million, Sean. And guess what? Look, the, the, the people in the, 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 the million gotaway category, they're not the good people you described you grew up with. That's yeah. not reality. Right. The reality is there are some bad people. Border Patrol in the last 22 months, they apprehended 68,000 criminals, including 120 murderers, murderers, convicted murderers, rape, rapists, pedophiles, aggravated felons, gang members every single day, all day long. Think about the number of criminals in the 1.2 million gotaways that now call the U.S. home. I have talked to countless angel families who loved ones in this country died at the hands of an illegal alien. So, no, everyone coming across illegally is not a good person. And because they've opened the border up, they jeopardize our public safety throughout this entire nation. I've got a dear friend of mine who came here legally. Took him 10 years. Hired lawyers, 60,000, had to report about his job, couldn't take certain benefits. He's one of the most proud Americans I know. This is a common story, especially when you're talking about people that that flee these socialist, Marxist, communist, Soviet hellholes. Do you think that you are disincentivizing those people who would come here and become the greatest Americans when they look from their own home countries and just the the obvious news in this country? There's no repercussion. In fact, there's only reward. Why would they do it legally? Wouldn't it be more advantageous for people from Eastern Europe and the rest of it to just break in through Mexico? Sean, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, and that's exactly what's happening every single day. Look, I've talked to countless, too. I've, I've seen it. Look, I've been in front of somebody that actually held up their documentation that they've, they've opened up their own LLC in this country, right? You know, he had his Social Security card, so he was legally, he did it legally. I saw on his own eyes how proud he was, right, and how grateful he was to this country. He came, he assimilated, he did everything right, and now you know, he's a U.S. citizen. That's right. And look, I, I actually don't think the process to become a U.S. citizen should be easy. It shouldn't be easy. Now, look, I'm not saying it should take 10 years either, right? No, so, right. So we, but, Right? But, but we can have that argument, Sean, or that discussion. We yeah. can say, hey, look, look we, we, we need to do better. We, we can do better at, 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 at expediting our legal Absolutely. process. Right. But but wait a minute here. That doesn't mean that we leave our borders wide open and let let people come in illegally while we're doing that. No, that's not how that works. Secure our border while at the same time we're trying to prove our legal immigration system, which are, by the way, look, even even the most strongest border hawks like myself. Here's a shocker for your listeners. We believe in legal immigration. I'm there all day, any day. This is about illegal immigration because it leaves our borders wide open and jeopardizes American lives. So I can only speak for myself. When I saw Nancy Pelosi's press conference as she's a celebrated politician, stateswoman versus the political who she is, and she says that she's worked tirelessly to secure our border. How many extra reps were you doing on your workout today? I tell you what, I, I, I this is you know I actually I kind of lied when you, when you first start say how you doing I say I'm doing great that's actually a lie I, I wake up every day angry and frustrated because look not only did they take the most secure border in our lifetime Sean and intensely unsecured it. 
but they're just blatantly lying to the American people. And they, 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 they sleep well at night. I mean, look, they, they released today their so-called border security plan and, and because Title 42 is going to end. The first page and a half. It was all propaganda. I mean, it literally looked like something Putin would put out to his citizens. I mean, it did. I'm not Mark. exaggerating. I mean, it was oh, no. filled with lies and, and just misdirection and spin. It's unbelievable. I mean, we have Secretary Marcus that time and time again, to the American people and under oath to Congress, says our border is secure. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredulous that not only have they done what they've done, but they're lying to American people every single day. Mark, what you did today is you made people feel good that you worked in this system for how many years? Four decades? Did I hear you right? Yep. Four decades. So that means there's another mark behind you, and there'll be more marks behind you, and that's what'll save the country. And I love the fact that you put up the fight every day and that you're aggravated, because through that will be change. Somebody listening to this show will be president one day. They will remember the name Mark Morgan, and you'll be back in action, kid, securing our border. Thank you for what you did and for the fight you continue to put up. Thank you, Mark. You bet. And same to you, Sean. Thanks. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Did you say that right, honey bunny, that Pete Buttigieg was in Portugal during the rail strike? Oh, who gives a rip? He's a transportation secretary who can't change a tire. He didn't get there because he knows anything about transportation. What he knows about is what was going down in Portugal. Stinky Hammer, Paul Pelosi style. Asher, Chicago. Hey, Sean. I just wanted to thank you for everything you do. Uh, I've been listening to you since you were doing guest spots uh, for Steve Cortez. And, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for for all of that. But uh, what I wanted to talk about was... uh, the U.S. embassies in the Middle East, my family is uh, originally from the Middle East, we're all Christian, and I, I don't have a problem with anybody's race or religion. I just don't like anybody, you know, being biased or, or any kind of genocide, or I don't like people being persecuted, but the U.S. embassies in the Middle East, like Beirut, Lebanon, Amman, Jordan, uh, Abu Dhabi, uh, they deny Christians visas coming to the U.S. My own brother-in-law, I have relatives that have gone all gone through it and have been stuck over in the Middle East because of it. But my own brother-in-law was, uh, was applying for a visa to come as a, a student. Um, he went to the, he was, he was told to come to uh, Le- uh, Beirut, Lebanon, U.S. Embassy. They split the room in two. There was a bunch of people there that, were, that had uh, interviews that day. They split the room in two. They said the Muslims on one side, they put the Christians on the other side. They told all the Christians to go home. You're not getting interviews. And they sent all the, the Muslims, uh, they got their interviews and they got visas to come to the U.S., yeah, sure. You know, I'm, I'm still from the neighborhood. So my attitude is I will find a way. And during this particular turmoil, I am not kidding you. I would meet my brother-in-law in Mexico City, which I'm sure he can travel to. And I would walk across the border with him. That's what I would do. But they, they try to do things by the book. I mean, and we all have. Like, even my parents, when they came here in, in the late 60s, they came here everything by the book. They, you know, they, they applied for uh, visas. They came here. They applied to become citizens. And I get it, it, brother, right and way, I believe, you know, I believe so. in the law. But when the government is corrupt, I want to see my brother-in-law. I want your wife to be with her brother. I want to see your father-in-law. And I'm not going to let any corrupt Irish gypsy who is short in the pants stop me. That's just me. I'm not advocating breaking the law. But aren't the Democrats advocating breaking the law? 
I think they're incentivizing yep. breaking the law. Of course, then my IQ is over 60 and I know how mafias think. I know exactly what they're doing. It's what they've been doing since Barack Obama pretended to be president, too. Thank you very much, Asher. The only difference is Barack Obama actually won. Thank you. Uh, Bob, Crown Point. Hey, Sean. Uh, thanks for those interviews. It helped uh, restore my faith in humanity. Bob, I'm going to get you off the chipmunk line because it's not fair to you. Sexy as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's right. That's only me. Don in Bloomingdale. <laughs> Sean, this uh, open borders has never been about votes. It's never been about anything other than what they're starting to talk about, ironically, is numbers. People moving out of New York, people moving out of Illinois, and people moving out of California have serious ramifications to the status quo. You lose representation. You lose government dollars. I asked, Mark, I asked Mark when the American law changed to where illegal aliens were counted in the census. Yes. My understanding is 2010 under the Barack Obama administration. I want to verify oh it, gosh. but I know that's when it became a real issue. Which is why I refuse to partake in the census. I have chased those imbeciles off my step every single time they appear. And that is the way you change the system. Americans need to stop participating in the census. Because the census isn't used for anything other than government-manipulated districts. And that is why... Simultaneously with everything that's going on, the Biden administration to the scumbag who, who, who led Fast and Furious, Furious uh, Eric Holder, is on a push to federalize election districting. They want to do the same thing to every state yeah. that they've done to Illinois. And that's yeah. why, Don, chase those useless, overpaid, fat asses off your stoop. You feel good doing it, too. I loved it. Get off this step before I throw you down the stairs. Thank you very much. I should start selling that. People could play it outside their house on their ring doorbell. Manny in Rockford. Hi, Sean. Uh, I'm hearing this concept of legal immigration versus illegal, and it seems like people really do not understand the issue. Uh, the issue with why people are coming illegally is because of the cost and complicated process of legal immigration process. And you expect people who make twenty five cents a month to be able to afford that? No, I think I think I think that I think that should be fixed. But I also can't believe that those people somehow are able to pay coyotes fifteen thousand, eight thousand, six thousand. Well, if you actually understand the can't understand what's going on, it's not that they're paying them prior to their crossing. It's when they came here that yeah. they're forced to yeah. pay those fees. Plus, I mean, let's be honest. The process of open border, I mean, this concept of open border is a nonsense because we still have border patrols working their butt off every day. The problem is your Congress, who comes to establish the law, refused to change the immigration law. I know, I, 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 you and I are in total agreement. And I'll tell you another thing, Manny. I think that a lot of the immigrants are lured. I remember the advertising budget that the Barack Obama administration was spending in all of the countries we are now getting illegal aliens from. They advertised no. about the benefit. No. And that's very no. important because we're rewarding no. them. We're not just not penalizing. We're rewarding. And in there lies the problem. When you reward criminals, you will get more 
crime. That's just the nature of things. Staring down the barrel of a gun, DiGiacomo was almost too stunned to be scared until... Then when he pointed at the dog, I was like, okay, just, just whatever you want, take it. The entire exchange lasts just 11 seconds. He just grabbed my purse and ran. And I just thought, okay, I just, I just got away with my life and my dog's life. As her attacker sprinted away, DiGiacomo watched him rifle through her purse and toss it, wallet and phone still inside. That's how you know it was a CPS student. Dummy. Bob in Crown Point. Hey, Sean, thanks for those first couple interviews. Uh, kind of restores my faith in humanity. Thank you. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you is, uh, did they have plans to, to syndicate you? Because uh, you're like one of the three pillars of truth uh, oh, that people need to hear in this country. And uh, I was thinking about you know, telling the thing, ugly truth by a beautiful man. What do you think? Should that go on the back of my shirt? <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> that sounds great. But, but, but you know what? This, uh, this uh, illegal immigration is political because it's a statistical fact that an illegal immigrant will vote Democratic while a person who goes through the process is Republican. And you got these Democratic troglodytes who personify what? evil. What, what, what? So, so what, a little genocide? They're doing a time-release genocide on us now with these COVID vaccines. I'll tell you, it's interesting, Bob. You know? It's interesting, Bob, because I will tell you this, and I'm going to help restore your faith in humanity. Those kids that I grew up with are not Democrats. And neither were their parents. But it's a character issue rather than a blanket issue. We're individuals, regardless of all of it. We're all individuals. So everyone is going to be different. But what I will say is, when people are forced um, to, to deal with one party who pretends to be helping them, as they teach them how to circumvent very stringent rules, as they give them information... And there are groups in this country, right. like a multitude of, of, of groups that are funded by cartels, ironically enough, and Democrats, and donate don't to you Democrats, think that, who uh, teach them how to navigate social services, who teach them how to have uh, take advantage right. of, of, of some of our policies. That's how you teach people how to be Democrats, and you teach them how to be scum. But do you think that uh, it has the to be taught media... Do you think the mainstream media would be a solution if they actually told people what is going on? Of course. That's always been the, I mean, that the was, case. But read the me, book, not gonna... The Devil and Karl Marx. Read okay. how integral the propaganda wing of both the Nazis and the communists in Russia were. That's all these are. These are propagandists to the collectivist Marxist mafia pretending to be Democrats in this country. That's why they're all, all their spouses, from Chuck Todd to uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos and all the rest of them, they're interwoven. It's a revolving door to the Democrat mafia because they're paid by the same slave master. Bob, thank you very much for the call. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. That's why there's no investigative reporting into the greatest bioweapon ever released on humanity, paid for by Pfizer and the American government. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. 
like yourself a little El Pasto, don't you? Hey, Sean, been in a hard place to hear all week. I can hear, I can hear the show, but I don't get much of a chance to call in. So this morning, you're not. No, uh, it was reported that two thirds of Joe Biden's votes were either absentee or mail in, which amounts to a total of fifty-four million. Uh, Barack Obama got 65 million votes in 2012. Uh-huh. Something's telling me that that's BS, buddy. That election is as crooked as Grand Avenue and run by the same mafia members all up and down it. Mary yep. Naperville. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Mary. I love you to death. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I love you back. Merry so, Christmas. So, uh, talking about the census. Uh, our family does not participate. If ever, and any person who contributes taxes, the IRS, they know everything about us already, right? Exactly. So, um, no, we don't ever learned. let them enter our house at all. No, it's, it's like, like Dracula. You know what? Yes, exactly. Well, how about how they are leaking anybody from Ken Griffin, and you're going to see Donald Trump's leaked. And this is the idea that there is something called government versus people who get promotions and achieve positions because they're political whores and apparatchiks versus Americans. That's the problem. And I've just described every bureaucracy in our government. Thank you very much, Mary. Never let Dracula in your house or the government. G-men. Drew in Naperville. Hey, Sean. Love you. Love your show. I don't get to listen as much as I'd like. Um, hey, I don't know if you've heard, uh, but the UN actually gives, uh, illegal immigrants debit cards as they're crossing, um, Central America. Isn't that great? That's why you can, it's you can so aggravating, it Drew. Part. It is so aggravating, it's infuriating, and that's why things have to change. And it'll only change from people, good people, going to good areas and showing up the principles. Drew, by the way. We're on iTunes, we're on Amazon, we're on everything. We're even on Asshat, also known as Facebook. Drew, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate everything. Are we really over, Squirrel? Come on, I got a lot of mold for you. To quote Mr. T, the most underrated actor in any movie, I'll be back in 21 hours. Just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.